بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما بعد سيستاذ if we if we look at Allah subhanahu wa taala's blessings on us and if i ask you what is allah subhanahu wa taala's blessing on us and you might say it is the quran al karim you say yes that is a blessing no doubt but who was the quran sent to and usually people say quran was sent to us to the believers but what did allah subhanahu wa taala say about who he sent the quran to اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی سے تبارک الذی نزل الفرقان علی عبدہی اللہ did not say نزل الفرقان علی المؤمنین او علی الناس او even علی عبادہی اللہ did say عبدہی specific to his life علی عبدہی لیکونا للعالمین نذیرا so that he can warn the worlds about the Deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He can announce this and he can warn them to save themselves from punishment. So the kitab of Allah came to specifically to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What came to us, to the believers? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ بَعَسَ فِيهِمُ رَسُولًا مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ Allah did not say his kitab. He said, رَسُولًا مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ يَتْلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّهِمْ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمْ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ وَإِنْ كَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُوا لَفِي ظَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Truly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed the believers by sending upon them, by raising from among them. So it's a double blessing. One is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised His messenger or sent His messenger alayhi salatu wa salam and second blessing and honor is that he raised the messenger from among the believers. From the, the, the messenger is a human being. Allah did not send a malak to, to do this job, which Allah could have done. He could have done anything he wanted. So Allah said, double blessing. One, that you received the messenger of Allah. And second, that this messenger of Allah is one of you, is from you. Therefore, double honor. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, what is the job of the messenger? Yatlu alayhim ayatihi. To recite the Quran, to recite, to recite the revelation to the believers. him and purify them. وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابِ And teach them what he has already recited to them. وَالْحِكْمَةِ And teach them wisdom, teach them the application of whatever he recited to them. So the Quran al-Kareem came... Of course, it came for all humanity. Nas, Kitabullah. Walakin al-Quran al-Kareem nazalahu ala Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wasallam khasan, khasatan. So specifically to the to the Nabi alayhi salam, and Allah then sent the Nabi alayhi salam to us to say, here is the book which was given to you. Teach it to them. Now think about it and also see the, the beauty of this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us the tartib, the, 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 the manhaj, the nahaj of 
teaching how do you teach what is the methodology what are the steps of teaching first inform yatlu alayhim ayati allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said aqimi salata li dhikri establish the salah for my zikr so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam would have recited this is what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says aqimi salata li dhikri second one is yuzakkihim purify them now think about this why purify them for what Because when you stand up and say, okay, Ya Rab, I am ready, I am ready to pray. What must I do? How must I pray? And so on and so forth. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, first step, purification. Why purification? Preparation to receive the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I always call this the principle of agriculture. If you are a farmer and somebody brings this seed to you and this is the best possible seed and they say this seed will give you 10 times the crop. Right? So if this uh, crop, normal crop you are getting here is say uh, one ton per acre, this seed will give you 10 tons per acre. So what do you do with that seed? You just, do you take it and simply go and plant it somewhere? No. You first prepare the soil. You plow the soil. You take out all the impurities in the soil. You treat the soil for pathogens, for diseases. You uh, antifungal treatment, this, that. You test the pH value of the soil. Acidity, alkalinity, what does the seed need? You prepare the soil for uh, to, to you, irrigation trenches and so on. To irrigate the soil, how will the water be handled in the soil? All the stuff to do to make the soil conducive to receiving this seed. Only then will you plant the seed. Alright, so... You receive the seed, which is yatlu alayhim ayatihi, then start the process of purification. Taskiyatul nafs wa tarbiyatul akhlaq. Purification of the heart internal and akhlaq. How do I speak? How do I walk? How do I talk? How do I deal with people? My manners, my akhlaq, my everything relates to the same process, which is taskiyatul nafs wa tarbiyatul akhlaq. Once it is ready, wa yu'allimuhumul kitab. Now you plant the seed. So Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is then explaining, "Akimu salah, right? I'm ready. Now go make wudu. Go make ghusl. If you need ghusl, make ghusl. If you don't need ghusl, you need wudu. Make wudu. Check your clothing. Check the place you are praying. Is that pure? Is your clothing pure? And so on. Once everything is ready, then how should I pray? Allah said, establish salah. What is the meaning of salah? How should I pray? How many times a day? Each salah, what are the details with respect to that salah? Standing and sitting and bowing and prostrating and sujood and ruko. What must be? Where Where does it start? Where does it end? How does it progress? What do I start when I re, when I'm reciting Quran? What must I recite from the Quran? What must I, how must I recite this thing? And so on and so on and the tasbihat and everything else. All the details with respect to the salah, including if something goes wrong, what must I do? Right? When does the, the sahu become valid, become necessary? What happens to make the salah completely batil, which means I have to now repeat the salah. All of the ahkam concerning the salah. Rasulullah was given this as the wahi ghair matlu, which is the sunnah of Rasulullah And this wahi was given to him to teach the people and he taught the people. And he did not simply give a sit and give a lecture. He demonstrated that which is why he said to the people sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli how kama qala alayhi salatu wassalam he taught the people and then wal hikma which is the entire fadail of the salah what happens if you leave the salah and so on and so forth 
right? This is the hikmah behind this. What happens if I do salah? How does the salah help me in this life? How does the salah help me in the other life? Think about this. We all talk about this hadith. Tie the camel, have tawakkum on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? So basically we're saying, use the asbab and then have tawakkum on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is salah? Is salah asbab or not asbab? Yeah, give it some thought. Is salah as part of asbab or is salah something else? What is asbab? Asbab, asbab is related with this dunya. Whatever is in this life is minal asbab from this dunya. Everything, right? Everything. Whether it is medicine, whether... So salah is from this world. There is no salah in the khabar. There is no salah in barzakh. There is no salah on the, on the day of judgment. Salah is from this world. So salah is also minal asbab. Walakin as-salah huwa asbabul ala. Salah and dua asbabul ala. The other asbab minal asbabul adna. Lower asbab, lower level asbab, which is your material things, your money and this and that and power and whatnot, whatnot, which we give a huge amount of importance to. We say, oh no, no, you know, money makes the world go around. Without the money, how can we do anything? No, sure, money is required, but we make money as if nothing happens without money. Everything worthwhile happens without money. Right? You can, to raise children, to send children to a a great school and whatnot, you might need money because for the fees. But to have a child, money won't get you a child. You will have a child if Allah wants to have, wants you to have a child. Where is the money? If Allah has not written a child for... And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, we give the children. To some we give males. To some we give females. To some we give male and female. To some we give nothing. And Alhamdulillah, all of these, including not having children is from the rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Money can't buy this. If you get sick, okay. If you have money, you get a good hospital and doctors, whatnot. But the cure, if money can't buy the cure. If money can buy the cure, doctors will never die. Huh? <laughs> Wealthy people will never die. Billionaires will, will live forever. No. Money cannot save you from disease and money cannot... Give you a cure. Allah can give. Allah can save. And that ta'aluk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the asbabul ala. So I, I remind myself and you, let us remember the priorities and say, Alhamdulillah, we have this beautiful deen of Islam which came as a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the primary thing which we learn from this is salah, the importance of it. The primary thing we learn from it is the position of Rasulullah as the ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So sometimes some people say, oh, you know, the, the Quran is enough. We don't need the hadith. We don't need the Rasul. Billah. If you don't need the Rasul, then you will not even get the kitab. If somebody says the kitab is enough for me, I don't need the Rasul, you will not even get the kitab if you leave the Rasul. Because the, Rasul, the kitab came to the Rasul. The kitab did not come to you. The kitab came to the Rasul. You leave the Rasul, the kitab is also gone. Right? You cannot have the kitab and leave the Rasul. Then the teacher is required along with the book. Without the teacher, the book cannot help you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, alhamdulillah, sent us the book and he also sent us the teacher. And the best of the book and the best of the teachers. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us 
to appreciate this and to learn the Quran al-Kareem, to learn to read it, to learn to recite it, to memorize it and to use it in our lives and to live our lives according to the Kitab of Allah and according in the way that was taught by the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.